We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is up, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome back to One on One, brought to you in part by KCSN, sponsored by Cookie Society. Y'all know about Cookie Society, the best cookies in the world. It's the last week of April, which means it's the last week of the menu. You got to make sure you get your hands on that cosmic brownie cookie. Got the oatmeal cream pie cookie, the lemon bar cookie, and the birthday cake, birthday cake cookie to celebrate our birthday. This is a special one. You know, the past four weeks I've been doing this by myself, solo dolo. I got a guest right here. I got my man Country from Kingdom Cast, one of my good <laughs> friends. Man, we've been rocking for a long time, man. It's good to have you. How's everything been? Oh, uh, man, everything's going good, man. You know, uh, Doing a podcast, you know what I'm saying, and uh, uh, doing every mock draft known to man. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, man. Hey, we all speculating at this point. We all have our our thoughts and our feelings on the draft and what we think's you know best for the Chiefs. A lot of folks have been obviously saying we need a receiver because of the departure of Tyreek. Um, I'm on the fence about that. What's your take? What do you think we need? Um, I think we need a wide receiver. I don't think it's as much of a need as fans think it is. Because if you look at the wide receiver room right now, we got Juju, MVS, McCall. Uh, you got Josh Gordon, Corey Coleman. I'm missing somebody. I'm, but it's deep right now. So it's really, deep. I think it's like locked at Juju, MVS, McCall. That's yeah. three locks, right? So if we got six guys, I think Gordon is probably a lock. So I think we're fighting for that the last two spots. So, you know, bringing a rookie in there is just more competition, which is good. But it's I don't think we need, like, two, three wide receivers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. we have to jump 20 spots to get this the one guy. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I'm on both sides. I'm on, I'm on the fence like you are. You yeah, know? yeah. My take on it is I think – it's just going to be tough to replace a, a once-in-a-lifetime type player like Tyreek. So he's he not going to be a chase him in the draft. I mean, he fell in our lap when we got him then. Um, you got Williams, who who has the speed, um, is a special type talent. But I just think defensively we need to make some some splashes and we need a pass rusher like immediately. That's going to help a lot. I, I think if you chase in Tyreek, I think you're already doing bad business. There's yeah. no, There's no Tyreek. There's no Tyreek out there. There's no Tyreek coming unless it's somebody that I haven't heard of yet. He's probably in eighth grade right now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You know, keep your eye out for him. He's probably going to LSU or something. But, 
you can't replace Tyreek. So if you're trying to chase that, we already doing bad business. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of I like how the Chiefs are going right now, bigger, physical, quick receivers. So I want somebody in that mode. So you know, you know who I want, but yeah, I I just I just want somebody in that mode, a big six one, six two, or whatever guy, two hundred pounds, quick, uh, can run slants, can run out deep. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. a complete receiver. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good choices out there, and I think you can get a a guy that can serve a role for us later later in the draft, maybe later in the first round. Who knows what direction Veach will go in? Um, I just I'm I'm a big believer. I know he didn't show much last year, but Josh Gordon, man, a lot of people discount like it's tough to come back and play, you know, after sitting that long. And then you right. come to, you're coming into a new offense. Um, that didn't really need you. Um especially in the role he was playing. But I think him picking up the playbook and, and having a full offseason and getting the getting the rush shaken off, I think he'll be a lot better football player. He is older, but I think he'll be a lot better than he was last year. You you know what I enjoyed about Josh is he never disengaged. Like no. even even when it wasn't going right, he wasn't getting no targets, he wasn't getting no balls thrown at him, or he was dropping balls. He stayed blocking, he stayed engaged on the sidelines, he never like cowered down and put his head down. He stayed with the team the entire time, even when he was what benched basically at the end. You know what I'm saying? He he, he never gave up. So I appreciate that you give him an off season. He's been in Texas since since day one. I think yeah. he never had to worry about Josh Gordon being down there. So he's always in, in incredible shape. <laughs> you know, yeah. The boy still I, got an eight pack. <laughs> so, yeah. I just uh, think we you speak of Texas. We, all those boys down here right now down the road from me, and they're getting ready. You know, they're getting ready down here prepping in phase one instead of being in Kansas City, which I think. Have you been there? No, I haven't been down there yet, man. I'm, I've been actually. I just got back from Mexico, man. I got a little tan. I took a oh, vacation. Yeah, yeah, you know, business, <laughs> business has been keeping me busy, so I was finally able to unplug and get some time with the wife. Um, I went to one of my good friends' wedding, actually, my marketing agent. Um, when oh, I was okay. done, so I went to that wedding. But the, yeah, I follow down, you on Instagram. I, I, oh I yeah, yeah, you saw it. <laughs> these boys down here grinding right now, man. Um, <laughs> and they're getting better. And not to mention, I mean, we got the best quarterback in the National Football League. So that's going to make guys better regardless. He, he's going to make everyone look good. He's going to make everyone's job easier. So, I, How do you feel about Pat being um, the substitute teacher down there? Because he's reporting. He's telling everything that's going on. Yeah, no, so, he's not, I mean, that's, I mean, that's no different than – well, I mean, I guess Aaron wanted that in Green Bay, but most franchise quarterbacks have power. They basically, you know, second, third in charge, depending on the hierarchy. So he's like the general manager. He's like the head coach. He reports right directly to them, you know, whether he's in the building or out of the building. He has say so. So I think it's I think it's cool with them being down there. He can get a glimpse of, you know, what's to come. He can say, all right, this guy can actually run. He's a lot better than I thought he was. You know, he can get in and out of his breaks. I can I, I feel a connection with him. He can report there right back to Veach, and Veach can probably okay. We can go elsewhere in the draft. We don't have to worry about receiver. I think these guys can get it done. So I think that's an advantage. Uh, and they're able to do a lot more outside of the building. If they were in the building in phase one, I mean, it's called dead ball. So the coaches aren't on the field, and it's only a limited amount of time that you can spend on the field, even without the coaches. So them being in a the way, they, they can do whatever they want. There's no rules in place, and they're getting that work in. So do you think it's more of um, 
And it feels like I'm asking you questions now. No, so you go ahead. No, this is a good conversation. Do you, you feel like questions. it's more of a, the teacher's away and the substitute? You know how I was when the substitute was in yeah. class that day. No, Everything's no. a little loose. Do you think it's more business or do you think it's a little loose? But they getting, I, I, we both agree they getting work done. But do you think it's a little looser? That, no, I, would, I don't, I wouldn't say it's, I wouldn't say it's looser. I, I, they got their respect. Pat's a leader. He yeah, knows, yeah. He's a professional. They winners for a reason. So he knows how to work. I would compare it to that cool ass teacher you had in school. You know, <laughs> you know, you know, it's not the substitute. You know, it's the teacher. You know, he, at the end of the day, you know, he's going to give you grace and he's he going to be cool with you, but you know the rules. So you're still going to get that work done. And that's what Patrick, Patrick, he's one of the guys. I mean, he's a player, man. We, we love him and more so than any other quarterback that I've played with. Um, I, I was able to relate with him to him than any other quarterback. Most quarterbacks, you know, they got their own little regiment. They do their own little thing, and they, they're the quarterback. Pat integrates with the team a lot more than quarterbacks that I've played with. Is that is that age or is that? I think it's age. I think it's a little bit of age, and, and then just just his personality <clears throat> too. His personality leans toward it. He, he's competitive, so he's getting in the mix when we're shooting in the locker room, all those types of things, and he's 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 um. He communicates very well. He talks to everybody, um, both sides of the ball. Um, so I think that's what makes him different. But I think age plays a huge factor in that. him being a younger guy coming in the locker room and just getting to know everyone as opposed to a veteran guy like, a, you know, Tom Brady, who's been in the league forever. Right. It, it is a famous quote, and I don't I don't want to butcher it. Uh, you treat the janitor like the CEO. Mm-hmm. I, who said that? I, I can't. I'm drawing a blank on who said that. I don't know who said it, but I, I hear it all the time. That, that's how he treats it, man. He, he you think he, he got that type of vibe? He's got that type of mentality. I mean, you could be the last guy on the roster, a practice squad guy. He's going to give you the same respect that he gives, you know, a superstar type guy. And that's why he get, garners the respect, you know, from the team because it, it, ain't, a, it ain't none of that favoritism. It's, oh, you come out here, we all going to work. We know what we have to do. I'm going to hold you accountable because I hold myself accountable. You know, and he's a superstar, I mean, best yeah. guy in the league, but you, you will never know it. He's the face of the league. He's the face of the league. Definitely. It speaks a lot. I mean, even in the Texas community, people talk about him all the time, the things that he do. And I, I think that's amazing. It speaks it speaks, um, speaks of his character and what he means to, you know, not <laughs> just Kansas City area, but just the entire state of Texas. I got I got family in Longview, Kilgore, um, Around the area, Tyler, all that. Mm-hmm. So, so they they warned me about Patrick Mahomes. It's like, yeah, he good man, but we beat him. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah, but which is crazy. And everybody and and no one's surprised here. Nobody from Texas is surprised that Patrick Mahomes is who, is what he is now. Um, a lot of us are surprised. None of us knew, um, you know, coming into the draft that he would come what he is right now. I think um, it's just amazing to see the progression. Uh, he get he gets better every single year. Um, yeah, the yeah. sky's the limit. He's going to win more Super Bowls. I know. I know. We got kicked in the ass last year against Cincinnati, and I hate to bring it back up. And then we lost the Super Bowl the year before. But he, as long as he's the quarterback, and Andy Reid's the head coach, is going to be a high likelihood. No, no, don't, 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 not bring it up because, <laughs> hey, look, because we, we lost in the AFC title game to the Patriots in overtime. Yeah. I, I kept that I kept that game on DVR and I would watch it occasionally to remember. Do you think that Pat, do you think people do that? Or, or do you think players, players do that? 
to no, remind no. you of that? Definitely. No, you definitely it's it's no different than anything in life, man. You you feel. And 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 I and I would like I like to say I like to say you want to feel for it. You know, you want to feel. It's a part of it's a part of the process because you learn from it. If you're failing and not learning from it, you're going backwards. You're failing backwards and, and you're going to fizzle out whatever you're doing. But as long right. as you could take, you know, that loss and turn it into a lesson, it's only going to make you better. So all of these moments are, are are just are lessons for, you know, the entire football team, for Patrick Mahomes as a young player, um, things that he can learn from. Okay, you know, maybe before the half, maybe I shouldn't, you know, you get overzealous and, and try to score a touchdown. Let me take the three and play the game, you know. Right. So th yeah. those are things that you learn throughout your career, um, and it's a lesson. Okay, and, and, that, and that goes back to the offense. I think that uh, we all hate losing Tyreek, of course. Yeah. But I think it's an addition by subtraction because I think we've become a more well-rounded, complete team because we you don't have that Tyreek Tyreek's down there anyway. You know what I'm saying? We don't yeah. have that anymore which I think is going to make Pat in the team better. Yeah, I hear that a lot. People think that's that sounds crazy that that the offense might be better without Tyreek. Right? <laughs> um, I don't think we'll have as many big plays, but hell, last year with the way the defense was playing us, we weren't having those big plays that we traditionally had anyway. So we, sure. had, to, we had to change the offense and re-gear and, and shift things. I think, I think what we'll miss most about Tyreek is just the fear that he put in defense and the respect that you have for him know him taking the top off so um i don't know if they'll come out in those defenses with the two high safeties and, and soft boxes anymore but you know they're gonna be up for the challenge they got one of the best offensive lines in the league we ain't talking about that that inside three both tackles they can run a goddamn football i'm expecting them to come out and be super <laughs> aggressive um mall guys and get after them and run the ball a little bit more some more calling and run it's not just the rpos that you know andy Reid traditionally runs they're going to run some power, and, and they they got the guys to do it. Because you know what? We don't really talk about Ronald Jones. Like, that was a no, sneaky, that's a sneaky under the radar up. type signing. I think I think Ronald is going to come up big for us, Rojo. I think he's going to come up big for us this year if if we dedicate to running the ball, which is another issue that we <laughs> <laughs> Nah, man. I, would, I, wouldn't say it's, I wouldn't say it's an issue. I mean, it's just one of those things you – you do what you think is best for the team. And I think traditionally that's been the best way of thinking um, just with the guys that we've had. But they're going to go in the offseason. They're going to do some self-eval. They're going to look and see what they're efficient in last year. And they're going to try to implement some of those things this year. Every year is a new year, but you know these guys' skill set now. They had younger guys. So, I mean, in their mind, they're like they're young dudes, but they didn't realize that hey, they started to realize, you know, as we got halfway through the season, these are special guys and Creed yeah. and Trey. Um, so they're gonna have more confidence in these guys. They know their abilities a lot more. It's a completely new group, so it's gonna be better just off the experience. And then the coaches are gonna know. They're gonna cater to them. They're gonna know exactly what they can do, and they're gonna call it the right way. Yeah, I know we got a lot of flag for that the, the Tony contract, the Joe Joe's contract, but man, he was mm. worth every penny. Joe's worth every penny. penny. He's Mister. He's Mister. Reliable. He, I mean, he's one of those guys that like. If I can compare him to like anybody that that, that y'all seen before, it's probably like Mitchell Schwartz. Is one of those guys that's super dependable. Um, not a huge splash guy. Not a guy that you know gonna have all the highlight blocks, but he's gonna do his job every goddamn play, and he's gonna do it at a high level. And I think that's 
a lot of people think that um, by a guy not always having those impact blocks or the guy, the things that you see on, you know, highlight reels, that means he's not a, you know, an elite player, but Joe's elite. Yeah, with, with the broken hand. With the, with the, with the broken hand. With a broken hand, he is probably the best pass-protecting guard in the NFL. Really smart. Um, what he brings to that unit is um, just the confidence to know that everyone's going to be doing their job. You know, he can relay messages. He could see things that maybe those young guys weren't seeing inside, and those young guys are just dogs. <laughs> they're going to go out there, and they're going <laughs> to they're gonna get after it. <laughs> Trey's my favorite guy on the offensive line. I fucking love him. Yeah, um, me, too. me too. I talked about him last year when I was on Kingdom Cast. About yeah, you did. Yeah, when yeah. we draft him, that he's gonna be that guy, and he's he's making me look like a goddamn psychic. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So, so uh, segue, uh, building off that last year's draft, you think you think Veach can get that ball rolling again? You think he's still in the groove? To- yeah, yeah. Veach, I mean, Veach does a really good job, job drafting. I mean, just like any GM, you're going to miss on some guys. But he finds good value, especially later in the draft. He does a good job of getting guys late in the draft that you don't fully expect, you don't have an expectation for. I mean, nobody really had an expectation for Creed, for instance. I mean, I know he was a second-round pick, but they didn't expect Creed to be an all-pro type player this first year. They didn't expect, I mean, Trey had all the ability in the world, but all the experts said medically, you know, he may not be able to do it. So we didn't expect Trey to be a starter out the gate. Um, we didn't expect Nick Bolton to be an impact linebacker the way he is right now. So there's going to be guys that he gets in the draft that you don't fully expect to do much, but they're going to be impact players for the Chiefs. And I mean, we can go back even to like um, McColl. I know the fans give him a lot of flack and he gets a lot of, I know a lot of hate, but like he's been the third, fourth option. He's not mm-hmm. truly had the pressure of being the guy. So I'm excited to see, you know, with the departure of Tyreek and him filling some of those roles and getting more targets, seeing what he do with it. I think, I think he's a hell of a football player and he's going to rise to the occasion. So we're going to see. Yeah. 
Before I forget, Cornell Powell is the other guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was in our practice squad last year. He's got yeah. a lot of he's got some potential. He'll be a, he could be a good fourth, fifth guy. Um, another big body guy too. Another another big body guy. They're they're definitely going to bring in another receiver. I think they're going to bring in another offensive lineman as well. We need a another tackle because um, Lucas yeah. Nang. We don't know what his health is going to be like. He tore his patella tendon. That's a tough injury, you know, to come back yeah. within a year. So. I think he still has a bright future, but he's going to take some time to get back healthy. Um, we got Andrew Wiley over there, right tackle, who he is what he is. He's a great player. <laughs> he gets after it, um, but he's not the longest. He long did time. solid. He did yeah, solid. Yeah, he's solid. He's solid. He's solid. He, he, he's one of those guys who you, you, you thought that the, everything was going to collapse when he went in there. He held his own. So him, yeah. being in, him being in there, I think he's going to be the starter still. But his first game was a um, match Crosby, wasn't it? He got thrown yeah, in the yeah. fire yeah, that's, that's a tough, that's a tough matchup, but <laughs> but they're gonna be looking for a long, long-term solution at right tackle. Um, they're still searching for that. So who knows? Who knows what they do? But um, like I said, we need a pass rusher because that's gonna make everything defensively, you know, come together. Because we don't have, you know, the cornerbacks that we need. So if we can get a pass rush, that's gonna help the back end a, a lot. I think we're out of range for the top guys. And yeah. So uh, Thibodeau and uh, Hutchinson. Uh, but you, you uh, never know, man. I mean, we got 12 picks. We got yeah, 12 we got picks. 12 maybe maybe Beach pulls a Mike Dicker and trades everything <laughs> like he did for Ricky <laughs> Williams. Who knows what he does? But we got 12 picks, so he has a lot. He's not drafting 12 guys. I can tell the, you that. The, the the balance is we got a lot of holes. We got so, a lot, yeah, we got a lot of holes, but he's not gonna take all 12 picks and draft rookies because those guys aren't gonna make the team. He's gonna package something together and, and move up somewhere in the draft. I don't know if it's gonna be in the first round if he moves up in the second somewhere, but he's gonna move up with, with some of those picks. So I mean, how many actual players out of the 12 picks? You say how many players what actual would, players would we draft? Yeah. I said we draft. At, at the end of the day, I say we draft about seven to eight. Yeah, that's about, that's about seven to eight guys, and usually out of that seven to eight guys, five of them, five maybe six, if it's a good class, will make the team, and the other guys will be practice squad guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but he twelve, if he draft twelve guys, it's gonna, it's gonna be tough. This is a good football team still. Like this ain't a rebuild. <laughs> this I know we got some holes, but we not <laughs> we not rebuilding. This ain't no you know Jacksonville Jaguars that we look at. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, no disrespect, but like this is this, ain't, this was an AFC title game. Look, side note, I was I was doing a mock on PFF and it got draft knees on the side. Yeah, and on the Texans it says every every, every <laughs> <laughs> everything like this is they need everything like we don't Shout need everything. Out to the Texans, man. We need boy. we don't need everything, man. Texans, <laughs> man, they need everything right now, man. So I'm hoping they get what they need, but. We need a few guys to get over that hump, man. That's, that's all. Like, you know, yeah. to make some plays here and there. Like, the margin for error in the NFL is so thin, thin that, you know, <laughs> you get that one guy that can make that play. It, it's, it comes down to one or two two plays a game where you look back and, like, damn, if, I, if we would have made that play, we would have won the game. So, we just need an impact guy that can come in and make that play. Got, and that's why I keep saying pass rusher, because if you can get a guy that can close the game. That's why Von Miller in year 11 just got $140 million. It's not – he's older, but he won the playoffs and he was he won that Super Bowl for them. He got them to the Super Bowl. He closed out games the entire playoffs. So we need a guy like that. 
So, so you, so if you do trade up, who who you looking for? Who am I looking for? Mm -hmm. Nah, man, I, man, I like I like the guy. That's tough, man. Because I like <laughs> I like I like I like the Michigan kid and I like the Oregon kid, but I I just feel like I feel like the Michigan kid is more well rounded as far as a defensive end. But I I like Thibodeau from Oregon because he's a better pass rusher. But we ain't getting you, you that's like top five. That, that's top five. Jermaine, yeah, he, he's good too. He's a good player. He's a hell of a pass rusher. So we we got a chance to get him. Maybe who knows? And and I'm thinking uh, I'm doubling up. I'm 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 grabbing a couple of edges. I'm not just grabbing. No, they they're getting they're gonna get two defensive linemen. I like uh, uh what's this kid's name Pascal, um uh Sam Williams. I think he got a little off the field baggage. Where's Sam Williams from? Uh, Let me see. He's a small, small college kid. I think it might be old Miss. Or so you, you've done or a lot more. You've done a lot more draft research than me, man. I'm, no, I'm like, <laughs> look, look, I'm after the after the first three rounds. I'm like, okay, I got <laughs> to figure out. But there's going to be a lot of guys in those ranges that, like I said, Beach does a really good job in late in the draft finding value guys, and he's sitting there smirking. He, he's rubbing his hands together, thinking about guys that nobody's thinking about. My my strategy is just get every kid from Georgia. It seems those guys can ball and <laughs> get all of them. <laughs> those guys can ball. Those guys have long careers. Um, they play good football down there in Georgia. So I wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't mind I, getting I wouldn't, one of those guys. I or, wouldn't mind why it is good. Uh, Jordan Davis, uh, my guy George Pickens. I know he's a wide receiver, but he's a. I like he George. Got he got a dog in him. I like him. He got that attitude, man. I, I like just... that. I like that. I'm not sure if we got one of those in the receiver room right now, as far as like just a just a dog type of mentality and attitude. It's, something, it's something about the kid. I just been on him since since day one, man. Team Pickens. What do you think about those receivers from Ohio State? Nice, nice too. Athletic. Which, what, if you if you had to pick one, which one would it be? I got my guy. I already know who I'm thinking. I, I'm going with Pickens, man. I, I just, I just. You going with Pickens? I can't, I can't put my, I couldn't put my finger on it, man. I just, I just something. Olave. I like the, I like the attitude. Okay, okay. Olave's nice. Uh, what's the other kid? Watson. Yeah. He's nice too. It's not. Drake London is nice. Drake you London's know, a big, Scott a big Moore body. Has potential. Like it's a lot of guys that I like. Yeah. It's, it's really no. Can we really? What would have to happen for this to be like a disaster? I don't. I just. I just don't. I mean, it's not going to be a disaster. I think. I honestly think, especially in the first, you know, three rounds, this this draft's deep in some of these positions. I mean, receiver for sure. That's There's what. A, that's what's receiver, exciting. Receiver for sure. You're going to be able to get a good guy. And the way, yeah. just the way the game is now, like, I just feel like these younger guys, you know, from college to the NFL, is particular receivers. Are having success so fast. I mean, look at the past three three drafts. I mean, we're talking about Justin Jefferson, who just got drafted. What was that? Two years ago? Mm -hmm. Three years yep. ago? He's already top five receiver. Like oh. like that. You got the kid from Cincinnati who killed us, Chase. Yeah. <laughs> like like impact guys. Like right away. Game, <laughs> like like. What's wrong with you? 
I can't look, 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 man. I can't get over it, man. I know I've tried to, but I can't get over it. Uh, hey, but same, same. There's a lot um, of good players. I want, there, to, I want to ask you because I heard McCall say this. Um, he said, "Man, that Andy Reid playbook is thick." Yeah. Getting a wide receiver, you think he's going to be able to lock in that playbook quickly and produce at the same time? Because because if if I trade up to thirteen, I need you to come in and be a guy from day one. He's not going to be able to. He's not going to pick up that playbook right away um, unless he came from like a a pro style type offense where they were treating treating it like professional football. But I will say he can produce. The reason why I say that is because this coaching staff does a good job of, you know, getting these guys and giving them packages. So, all right, until you can get up to speed, here's what you're going to be able to do. This is all you need to know. It might be a portion of the playbook. It might be, you know, a certain position. I'm not going to move you around. You're not going to have a ton of motions and shifts. This is your this is your role right here, uh, and this is what you're going to do. So, so that's not a concern. No, that's not a concern at all. I'm not concerned okay. about. And they're going to do a good job of like you know, interviewing these guys and figuring out their IQ and if they can pick things up. If you're, a, 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 you know, a, a meeting room guy or, or you're a guy that can translate it right to the field and, and get it after one rep. So um, I think they do a good job of getting the right guys in that building. They're going to they're gonna be okay with that. Yeah. So um, um, wide receivers are deep. It's a lot of edges. We talked um, about corner yet. I mean. That, that's where I was going, man. Cornerback. Corner. Oh, there's so many guys. I like, corn, I like a lot of these too. guys, man. Jalen Watson, Emerson, um, uh, Booth, Elon. Like, I like Booth a lot from Clemson. Um, a guy that I like a lot, he's not that big of a guy, but he's a kid from Washington, um, Gordon. Kyler Gordon? Yeah, Kyler yeah. Gordon. I like him. Um, just another one of those guys that got some – Got some juice behind him, man. Um, uh, what's the kid's name? Zion McCullough. Yeah. I've I been mean, hearing his name a lot, man. They're going to get some good players, man. And I've been hearing his name a lot. They're going to they're, they're get some good players. And on top of that, man, I, I just think um, schematically they're going to change some things defensively. I think we were- Okay, so, so this is the guy I'm looking for. I'm looking for the athletic guy. I need – I want more – Charvarius Ward type yeah, length. And you, you feel what I'm saying? Like a, a taller, lengthy guy. Well, it's, it's – pause. Um, <laughs> it's, tough. It's, tough. it's tough. It's tough to replace that type of guy, man, and get a guy that you know, fits that mold. That's why I'm thinking, thinking that maybe schematically they do some things differently. We're not manning up as much. Um, maybe we mix it up a little bit more and play to our strengths. And – and get after the goddamn quarterback. Like, that makes everything easier. Like, mm-hmm. That makes everyone look good. I mean, the reason why the Rams won the Super Bowl is because they got after the quarterback. Now, granted, we don't got that many guys across the board like they do, but we got to start somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just – like, normally before a draft, the week of, you kind of know exactly – you kind of know where we're going. You might not know the guy, yeah. but you kind of know where we're going. I, I still don't know. I don't we're know. Two we're days doing. out, bro, and I, I don't know. I don't know where we're going, man. But if it <laughs> that's what if, makes it fun, if, though, if, right? I, it does make it fun. But if I had to guess, man, shit, I'm gonna say offense. 
because Pat it's Pat team. And if Pat say you want a receiver, Veach gonna get a receiver. Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought for sure, I mean, the year we drafted Clyde, I thought we were gonna draft offensive line in that first round or something like that. Well, Pat we said got, I need a running run, or, or we're gonna go defense. <laughs> Pat said I need a running back. All right, cool. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> it's whatever Pat says. So I'm like, man, let me let me text Pat. He's like, yo, what are we getting, man? Let me know. <laughs> text Pat and tell him uh, the kid from Georgia, please. <laughs> nah, I get the kid from Georgia, man. But man, that's enough of the draft, man. We're gonna go ahead and wrap this thing up, man. Thank you for joining me, man. Chiefs King. Always a pleasure. We can't give you the picks, man. I can't guess the even as Jeff Tradamus. But I'm hoping we get a good one. Go Chiefs. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.